Blog Talk Radio. Hello, listeners. I'm Catherine Gordon, the host of the Sugar Freedom Show, and welcome on this beautiful day. I'm calling and broadcasting from Sonora, California. So today we were going to have my wonderful student and transformation success story, Sharon Smales, on today. She was the winner of the Turbulence Training Transformation Contest in the Women Over 40 category, but she is, as always, an incredibly busy woman. She is working and volunteering and uh, doing all the amazing things that she does. So we will get her on later in the week. I can't wait to speak to her. Uh, she's got so many wonderful tips and ideas and a great story to share about uh, overcoming overweight and keeping it off for good and transforming your body. So today, I wanted to talk about a different subject. Now, there are a number of books that were absolutely crucial and essential uh, into my creating and releasing the Sugar Freedom Program. One of the books, and the one I'm going to talk about today, is Grain Rain by Dr. David Perlmutter. Let's go back with a little bit of history. Back in 2008, I had discovered turbulence training, which was a new way of training for me, resistance and high-intensity interval training. Brand new way of training, cut the cardio, add resistance, add intensity, and uh, get great results. So I was getting a lot of support, and I had won this contest, the one that Sharon just won, but I wasn't telling people the whole truth about what I was doing to take the fat off and keep it off for good. The whole truth had to do with the fact that I was eating a low-carbohydrate, high-fat diet, and For quite a bit of that time, I was actually following the Atkins diet as outlined in the Atkins New Diet Revolution. The only problem with that was is that the idea was is that you would go on the Atkins diet for a particular period of time, two weeks of induction, then ongoing weight loss, and then you would start to add the carbs back. Well, like so many of you, when I would add the carbs back, I'd try to take it slow, a slice of bread, serving of pasta, a serving of my favorite Near East rice pilaf, and things would just simply fall apart. My appetite would come surging back and the weight would come back on. So I have to admit that on the journey, although I kept training and things kept getting better and I kept losing weight and uh, losing body fat and getting closer to my ideal, I have to tell you the truth, I was on a bit of a roller coaster. Uh, Cut the carbs, increase the fat, keep moderate protein, lose weight, try to add the carbs back and it would come back on. Now, fast forward a few few years later, and I wanted to write about my experience with fat loss, but I kept thinking, how in the world am I going to go out into the world and admit to people that I eat more fat and saturated fat, and I even, I, I even moderate my fruit intake, even today when I'm you know, completely on a maintenance plan. I'm still only eating a maximum of two servings of fruit a day. I'm not eating any grains at all. And I literally had people, I had uh, one um, one gal who I knew uh, who was a nutritionist, not, not a registered dietitian who was a nutritionist, who looked me in the eye and said, you have to eat grains. Now, how in the world was I going to go out and tell people and write sugar freedom and say, guess what, everybody, Hmm. I want you to eliminate them completely, Uh, I want you to eliminate sugar, and I also want you to moderate fruit. Well, part of the support that I got came from books like Gary Taub's book, Good Calories, Bad Calories, 
More support came from Dr. Robert Lustig's book, Fat Chance, and even more from Dr. William Davis's book, Wheat Belly. But it all came together for me on a single day last year, I think it was September of 2013, when I saw Dr. David Perlmutter on, of all things, the Dr. Oz show. And I heard Dr. Oz say these words, butter is back. And I thought to myself, I absolutely must get that book. So I ordered it. I didn't just download it on my Kindle. I ordered it from Amazon. I'm like, Getting, get it to me the next day, Amazon Prime, one-day service. And I dove into the book. And here, finally, was a medical doctor, a respected neurologist, who was telling me all of the things that I knew from experience he was able to tell me, not just from personal experience, from experience as a medical specialist, a medical doctor, and he was able to cite all of the amazing new studies and the new science that talks about why grain brain works. Not only did he talk about eliminating sugar and grains, he also talked about the healthy power of the ketogenic diet and the healthy power of, are you ready, intermittent fasting. Now, of all the things that I wanted to reveal about how I lost more than 65 pounds and kept it off for good, and then finally lost the last 5 or 10 pounds, some of the most powerful things I I was doing were two things, following a ketogenic approach and, from time to time, using intermittent fasting. But, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, I was afraid. There's been a diet doctrine over the years that basically says, Lower your calories, eat plenty of fruits and vegetables, healthy whole grains, and a little bit of lean protein. And it seemed like anybody who wanted to buck that trend was going to be up against all kinds of, well, negative talk and negative publicity. Because people would say, oh no, saturated fat, it raises your cholesterol, makes you sick. People would say, oh no, 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 you can't eliminate whole food groups like grain. Well, grain isn't really a food group, carbohydrate, right? And people would also say, and people have said this directly to me, eliminating sugar and sweets is unrealistic. And I know that this is a little bit harsh, but what I have found in the past that the two kinds of people who really seemed to insist that I had to eat sugar and grains, either they were people who had never had a serious weight problem, or sadly they were people who still did. But among people who had been on the same journey I've been on, losing more than 30, 40, 50, 60 pounds, often 100 pounds, and keeping it off for good, very often these individuals are incredibly compassionate and they're willing to say, I need to leave space for you to do what works for you. And for those of us who have lost more than than 60 or 120 or even 200 pounds, one of the things that we do have to have is we have to have compassion and we have to have open-mindedness and willingness to listen. So I'm going to dive a little bit more into grain brain today, but I'm simply going to say if a lower-fat diet works for you, if a vegetarian diet or a vegan diet works for you, whether it, whether it's because of your conscience or because it makes you feel good, well, then, who am I to say that you can't do it? You can and you should. What I want to talk about today is something that finally, after a long, lifelong struggle, worked for me. So 
a little bit of a book review today of Grain Brain. So, if I may, quote from the book, get the facts on fat, your, grain, your, brain's, <laughs> your brain's best friend. To fully grasp the bane of carbs and the benefits of fats, it helps to understand some basic biology. In the body, dietary carbohydrates, including sugars and starches, are converted to glucose, which you know by now tells the pancreas to release insulin into the blood. Insulin shuffles glucose into cells and stores glucose as glycogen in the liver and muscles. It's also the body's chief fat-building catalyst, converting glucose to body fat when the liver and muscles have no more room for glycogen. Carbohydrates, not dietary fats, are the primary cause of weight gain. Think about it. Many farmers fatten animals destined for the butcher block with carbohydrates like corn and grain, not fats and proteins. You can see the difference just by comparing, for example, a cut of grain-fed New York strip steak and the grass-fed one. The grain-fed cut will contain a lot more fat. So this is Catherine back again. And when I was a young, a young lady in my teens, we were actually in the horse business. We raised quarter horses. And I can remember to this day what you fed the horses when you had to put some weight on them. And it was more grain and if you really wanted to put a cap on a little bit more weight gain for the horses, you added a vitamin blend, and the liquid that that vitamin blend in was, wait for it, molasses. Now, we all know that horses thrive on good old grass hay, right? But when you wanted to make them fat, when we wanted to make them fatter, we fed them grain, and to really put the cap on it, we gave them a little bit of molasses. Now, I know that you're not a horse, and I'm not a horse, but I do think that it was interesting that that was one of the ways that we got the job done. Now, going forward in the book, one of the major, major influences that Grain Brain had on my ability to, shall we say, come out in public with the way that I lost my, my fat and kept it off was that Dr. Perlmutter writes about the benefits of a ketogenic diet. Now, this is very controversial a lot of times because people get ketosis mixed up with ketoacidosis, which is a very dangerous condition that is seen in type 1 diabetics. We don't want to get that mixed up. Ketosis is not ketoacidosis. But if I may, I'm going to read a quote from Grain Brain, Benefits of a Ketogenic Diet. While caloric restriction is able to activate these diverse pathways, which are not only protective of the brain, but enhance the growth of new neur- neur- <laughs> new Neuronal networks, I beg your pardon, the same pathway can be activated by the consumption of special fats called ketones. By far the most important fat for brain energy utilization is beta-hydroxybutyrate, and we'll explore that unique fat in detail. This is why the so-called ketogenic diet has been a treatment for epilepsy since the early 20s and is now being reevaluated as a very powerful therapeutic option in the treatment of Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's disease, ALS, and even autism. In one 2005 study, Parkinson's patients actually had a notable improvement in symptoms that rivaled medications and even brain surgery after being on a ketogenic diet for just 28 days, specifically consuming ketogenic fats, medium-chain triglycerides, or MCT oil has been shown to impart significant improvement in cognitive function in Alzheimer's patients. Coconut oil, which I use in my recipes, from which we derive MCTs is a rich source of an important precursor molecule for beta-hydroxybutyrate 
and is a helpful approach to treating Alzheimer's disease. A ketogenic diet has also been shown to reduce amyloid in the brain and increases glutathione, the body's natural brain-protective antioxidant, in the hippocampus. What's more, it stimulates the growth of mitochondria, yay, mitochondria, and thus increases metabolic efficiency. And this is Catherine again. And one of the things it also does for me and a number of the students that I've worked with is it has a wonderful effect on reducing out-of-control appetite. So I'd like to turn the discussion back to the way a sugar addict and a grain addict like me can benefit, benefit from a ketogenic approach. If you're a sugar addict or a grain addict and you have felt the surging power of compulsion after you eat grains or sugars, or especially grains and sugars and processed vegetable oils in combination, you know what happens in the brain, in the body, and in the mind. Something clicks on, at least it clicks on in me, and I simply cannot stop until all of the trigger foods around me are fully consumed and I'm in almost, almost a stupor of sugar and grain overeating. And I have found that after many, many years, and I'm 50 now, of compulsive overeating, my compulsive overeating started when I was six years old, one of the methods and techniques that I when things kind of <clears throat> fall apart is if I stick with a nutritional approach where I stay in ketosis, as indicated by my ketonics meter, I have the incredible feeling of the release of the obsession and the compulsion to overeat. And it wasn't until Grain Brain, Dr. Perlmutter's groundbreaking book, that I felt confident that I could go ahead and live and eat this way and also share this way of eating with other people. I want to tell another story about what happened before I started doing using the Grain Brain approach. Two years ago, I opened Gordon's studio, which was an incredible time in my life where I got to train students for the first time. However, at that time, I was also teaching a very popular style of aerobic dance, and something rather shocking was happening to me. I was teaching six hours of cardio a week. On top of that, I was practicing three more hours a week, and something was happening my appetite was coming back, it was getting out of control, and I was gaining weight. Now, it may have been a symptom of the stress of opening the business, but I do believe that part of it was doing all of that cardiovascular exercise was making me hungry, and I lost my grip, and I lost contact with my way of eating, which is the sugar-free, grain-free, processed vegetable oil way of eating. Well... I went from my happy weight of between 117 and 123 pounds right up pound by pound by pound to 136 pounds. And I have a confession to make that I'm really only publicly making here for the first time. If you look at a BMI chart, no matter what you say about a BMI chart, at 5 foot 1 inches tall and 136 pounds, I had gone back. To overweight. Ladies and gentlemen and listeners, this was devastating to me. I had worked so hard. I had won that championship. I had been named, well, at this point, I don't know if I had been named trainer of the year yet, 
but I had worked so hard to get rid of the excess fat and the obesity for good and for all. And then what did I do? I went back to the old style of training that had kept me fat in the first place, and the weight was coming back on. The incredible relief at that time, though, is I started to look around for a solution, and I became determined to go back to my old way of eating and my old way of training. I had some wonderful people come in and take over some of the cardio classes so that I could get back to my old way of training, and I also had Dr. David Perlmutter's book, Grain Brain, to finally give me the scientific conviction and authority to stand up and say, yes, I'm going to eliminate sugar completely, yes, I'm going to eliminate grain completely, and I'm going to get back the body that I had when I was eating the way that worked for me. And so here I sit today, still within my goal range, still within my happy weight, teaching less cardio, not eating any grain, and of course, completely eliminating added sugar. So I want to thank you, thank you, for joining me today for my review of Dr. David Perlmutter's book, Grain Brain, and how it actually helped me to tell the truth about what I was doing to finally reduce fat and lose fat and keep it off for good. And I hope that you just won't go with what I was talking about today. I think the best way that I can say thank you to Dr. David Perlmutter and what he's done with his book, Rain Brain, is to encourage you to go to your bookseller or to Amazon.com or wherever it is you buy books or wherever it is that you download books and get this book that helped me so much. It's been instrumental in giving me the courage to write Sugar Freedom and instrumental in giving me the courage and conviction to stick with the way of eating that's working for me and that will be working for me for life. So before I let you go, be true to yourself because although training is universal, eating is true. I want you to find your way. So this is Catherine Gordon for Sugar Freedom and SugarFreedom.com saying see you next time and thanks for listening. <laughs>